Hello, I'm Baz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about spilt milk, taking a punt, a pogoing paperboy, and doing things on poipus. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, every, every time, a normal amount of time. Yeah, every time now that we come to record, I'm like, when was the last time I saw you? <laughs> our recording schedule has been very up and down recently. They don't need to know that. <laughs> well, like they don't. They don't. Seamless. Need, uh, yeah. <laughs> I say they, the wizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the only people who do listen to our podcast, isn't it, wizards? <laughs> um, how have you been? You alright? I'm not too bad. Yeah. I've been playing a bit of frisbee, Ooh, doing good. a bit of training. Doing a bit of sports in. Um, we had a training session at the weekend, mm-hmm. and the best bit about it was the as frisbee. we were finishing, oh. an NFL team, well, not NFL, an American football team. An NFL team. team. An NFL <laughs> team. <laughs> that would be a good thing. <laughs> the, uh, an American football team yeah. rocked up to use the same pitches. Really? At a rugby pitch. And we got to see them train for quite a while because I took a long time to put my shoes on. Uh, well, as you would. And they were like, there was masses of them, yeah. loads, and th- they're massive. Uh, I, that that makes sense. Yeah, that, I've never seen. I, I have seen NFL live, but I was a long way away from yeah. the pitch, so I couldn't really gauge. But and watching th- them on TV, they look friggin' massive. Yeah, particularly the linemen. They're like three hundred pounds. Yeah, some of them, and which th- is these, what, like 17, these 18 guys stone. won't be anywhere near. No, that. they're like semi. Well, not semi pro, even probably yeah. like amateur. Yeah. Yeah, I can say, but there are there are loads of them. Yeah, um, and they they started off with a few warm ups, and then they're practicing special teams, mm-hmm. okay. uh, kicking field goals. Yeah, and then I saw a great drill, and I want I want this coaching position. <laughs> uh, basically, a wide receiver would cut out towards a coach, yeah. and then away from a coach okay. to receive a ball from a quarterback or just like from a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He had a red bib on. Okay. Nobody else had a red bib on. No one's hitting him, right? Yeah. No one. <laughs> um, you look after your quarterback. But the coach had like a big spongy thing on his arm. So it looked like he had just had a big spongy arm, like a soft play. <laughs> like thing. a pool noodle just strapped to his arm. But like bigger. Like bigger than His that. arm went in it. Oh. Um, and just as they're about to receive the ball, it just gave him a massive thwack. <laughs> <laughs> Just with the just with the pool noodle, right? No, no, Mostly. he didn't just punch him with his <laughs> offhand. <laughs> you know, sometimes it was just like a little boop as well. Like they're already <laughs> off balance, and you just give a little boop, but always just enough to make them fall over. <laughs> That's funny. Um, we're watching this, and we saw for these wide receivers, this is their afternoon. Like this yeah. is it. They'll probably train this for two hours because this is their one job. Yeah, I guess like cut running. Yeah, yeah they train like sprinting. out and away, and they might cut like out and in or yeah. whatever. But this is yeah. it, and they didn't catch a single one. Oh no! Uh, yeah, and we, we, I was I was I was trying to equate it to like ultimate training. Yeah, and um, you have those drills where just nothing's going right. And yeah, it, like l- people are like dropping those, but this is their bread and butter. Like yeah. for wide receivers. It, yeah, very rarely from from my memory, unless the weather is horrific, 
you very rarely have a drill where it's disc after disc hitting the floor. Yeah. Like, you will get a lot, a good amount of completions. Like, you may get people who can't throw it in the wind or whatever. Yeah. But you will get some completions. Or you, you might get people who, who can't throw, and yeah. therefore you're not going to get completions. Whereas this yeah. is the same quarterback who looked yeah. like he had an arm on him. Yeah. And, like, he was, was hitting them every time. So it wasn't ever his fault that they were dropping it. Very, very rarely. Yeah. It, like, it was pretty much in the bean bucket every time. Yeah. And just not they just can't catch. <laughs> do you think they were all wide receivers? Was it like some defensive players? Because they like some cornerbacks probably do need to play do that sort of drill. Maybe to like maybe people trying to get interceptions. It's, it's a bit crazy because there's so many of them. They're all yeah. doing very specialist drills. Oh, so this wasn't the only drill going on. No, at the time and you oh, had okay. the linebackers. I don't know, just being run at, <laughs> getting clattered, <laughs> eating, <laughs> and then you had another... get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you had another drill going on, and then I don't know what they were doing. You just had like ten people off somewhere else, just like running up and down. I, maybe that just late or third string. <laughs> laps, I don't know. Do laps <laughs> for like a good half hour. Yeah, and then and then I was like, I best get home now. But, I, if I was you, I would have sat and watched the whole thing. I'd have been so it's really interested. interested. Yeah, it's really it's interesting. Like, and especially for you because although you don't coach anymore, do you? But it's still you could have ca- caught some ideas from because the sports aren't that different. Really. No, there's a lot of similarities. Th- somebody was saying this. They're like, ah, oh, American football's so like play heavy, and mm. like you literally just run the plays. And I was like, I think that's the way frisbee should go. Yeah, and and you should just drill it and drill it and drill it. If you're good enough. You can do that in frisbee. Yeah, you can. If you're not gonna like, if you can get the throw out every time, have three or four different options, you can just run plays, play after play after play, and get it to the end zone in like four or five passes. Yeah. a lot of the time. Um, but that's not where this team I'm training with is at. So, Fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not <out>. worth it. <laughs> get somebody with a big arm and <laughs> run. <laughs> That's fair. That's another method. That's a play. In its... <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Go, go deep and play defense. <laughs> Did you hear about the milkman, the drunk milkman? Did you hear this? I didn't know he was called the milkman. He's <laughs> called the milkman. Robert Milkins is a snooker player who neither of us have ever heard of. Nope. But he's apparently nicknamed the milkman. He's the world number 44. Because he drinks white white Russians. White Russians. Yeah, that's all he ever drinks. That and eggnog, maybe. <laughs> Um, he was playing in the Turkish Masters, the inaugural Turkish Masters. There had never been a snooker oh, tournament so in Turkey before. Best foot forward. Exactly. Showed up yeah. early. He might have showed up early, <laughs> possibly. He wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have known whether he was early or late. <laughs> he turned up out of his face. Like, not just drunk, out of his face. Like, he couldn't balance. He wandered, he wobbled into the arena, like, got announced. <laughs> Really funnily, his uh, entrance music, you know how they have entrance music yeah. at Snooker these days? His entrance music is I'm a Cider Drinker by the Wurzels. <laughs> now that is very apt, isn't yep. it? <laughs> I don't know if it was Cider he was drinking, but whatever it was, he had too many of them. Um, he wand- wobbled into the arena, immediately had to wobble out, went to the toilets, fell over in the <laughs> toilets, cracked his chin open, and had to go to hospital and get stitches. <laughs> when, he, when you say wobbled out, and like wobbled in and then immediately wobbled out. Like did he even make it to his chair? He was like, oh, hold, on, hold on. He probably was like, oh, I've come in the wrong room. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Didn't even know where he was, I would he imagine. He just whip out there. <laughs> just in the chair. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that episode of Black Books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
if you're if you're going to a new event, maybe maybe have a think about not having a drink the night <laughs> yeah. before, Milkman. That's probably my advice for him from now on. Just have a, a quiet night before the first night of a tournament. Did you say it was Masters? It was the Turkish Masters, Turkish yeah. Masters. Which isn't like that's not old people. No, that is just good people, I think. Yeah. But you have to be like he's forty four in the world. It's quite surprising. I've never heard of him. Hey, nice. we've never heard of him, and he's so drunk. Like I've never heard of that in yeah. snooker players. Not not in the recent era. I'm imagining in the old times you've probably heard of it a lot. But do do you think the Turkish Masters organisers went big on like the complimentary stuff? Oh, could be it's the first one. Yeah, possibly. He was just in the green room in the yeah. back. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, these bottles of water taste a bit funny." <laughs> <laughs> just swimming. <laughs> Backseat Coaches presents WWE. Brackets S. It's about time for another weird sport. It is. It is that time. Uh, do you want some names before we get going? Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Uh, you've got a West Indies theme this week for Ooh. no for no apparent reason. They're, they're, not, out the air. they're not in the room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's so loud. <laughs> you've got a West Indies cricket theme, to be precise. So you can be Brian Sparrer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can be Curtly Wambros. <laughs> wham. <laughs> I, I really like the ones that are wham. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. It's such a silly. I really like the word wham. <laughs> it feels like a comic book, doesn't it? Yeah. It's wham. definitely one from uh, the Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant i'd love it if more wrestlers did that while they were wrestling just made the wham like yeah do the little speech bubbles or whatever <laughs> or you could be saviv bitchards uh, okay yeah mm. there's a bit on the nose for saviv Sir, <laughs> i mean he, he is a bit but <laughs> um i'll go wambros you're gonna be curly wambros of course yep. you are um in light of the sad passing of Shane Warne this oh, yeah. week, yeah. Um, you have an Australian theme. Okay. Because I couldn't think of a Shane Warne theme that was... Um, Appropriate. Yep. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, quick diversion. I was really sad when I heard he yeah. died. Like, yeah, surprisingly so. Yeah, same. I was not, like, not since David Bowie died, probably, have I felt... As sad as that. Oh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rick- Did Alan Rickman die after Bowie? They died in a similar time. Yeah. Those two dying was... But that might have been the, the succession. The pair of them together. Yeah. <laughs> I, Alan Rickman. I loved Alan Rickman. I was really sad when he died. But I wasn't expecting... Like, I think it was because Shane Warne seemed so, like, vital. Like, he yeah, yeah. He always seemed to be doing a lot of commentary and stuff. Yeah, like, it wasn't that long ago that I saw him on the telly. And he was... Like, he seemed fine and it's that one of them things where people get taken quickly don't they yeah it's sad so as a mark of respect mm-hmm. i've come up with some wrestling names <laughs> with an australian theme i mean what better way that, to, to mark seemed... the man's passing <laughs> <laughs> when i go that's what i want to happen <laughs> so you can be melbourne to win we've played a game called that before is it yeah i've got a jingle Melbourne oh, to I'm... win. And the American grow beers. Djokovic has sworn at his chin. But when it comes to tennis, boy, they're just Melbourne to win. I'm really starting to like review <laughs> yeah, stuff too yeah. much now. It's I, terrible. The, the well has been dug. Yeah. <laughs> um, K 
Canberra. Ooh. I quite like that. Or Kangaroo the Day. <laughs> <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> I'm going to be Canberra, please. I quite like that one. <laughs> what have you got for me then, Curtly Wambros? I think this week's is quite good. Okay. I saw a scrape in the bottom of the barrel last time. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that that um, one was bad. I was stuck for things to do and yeah. I found that. And yeah. Not, not my finest moment. Okay. But you're bouncing back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's no better pool of resource than Red Bull Extreme oh, Sports yes. competitions. I'm excited now. So this week we have an Extreme Sports Relay. Okay. It's called the Dolomiten Man. Is that German? Austrian. Austrian, it's, okay. It's in the Austrian Dolomite Mountains. Okay. Or the I've Dolomite heard of Mountains them. of Austria. They go all the way to Italy, I think. Oh, I think. like near to the Alps? I don't know. Interesting. I've never heard of them. Uh, so, it's, it's, as I said, Extreme Sports Relay held in September mm-hmm. in the Dolomite Mountains of Austria. Run annually since 1988. Wow. Um, for a long time, it was just run as the Dolomiten Man and then was overtaken by Red Bull. I was going to so say, like, I didn't but, think Red Bull were around no. in 1988. That makes so, sense. I don't know when Red Bull took it over, yeah. um, but now they run it and organise it. Did they, like, there's loads of things with Red Bull's name on them. Do you think they came up with any of them or did they just like find things like this that were already going on? I think they definitely came up with some of them. Yeah. Like I the, think a lot of them. The flying they've... one where they jump yeah. off the end of the thing. That that one I assume they must have because yes. Red Bull gives you wings. Right? That yeah. was that I assumed I so. what it was. And like I think some of the soapbox derby ones. Yeah. I think they put just... But I think up. like people did soapbox derbies before yeah. so like yeah. they wouldn't need to have bought Invent something it. in really. Yeah, yeah they didn't like, they just start it. doing it. Yeah. But yeah, others, like, I think there's one where you run up a um, big air, like what like what you would jump off of on skis. Right. There's a race up one of those. On snow? No, not on snow. Uh, just a ramp, like on, a skate park ramp. Uh, it's, it's on, like, grass. And when it gets oh. super steep, they put, like, logs... Future. Oh, we can do that like, on another one if you want. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm very interested to hear about it. But yeah, go on. Let's I'm get really back keen to, to do that one. To actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so this one was um originally founded and organized by Werner Griezmann, a former World Cup skier. Okay. Skiing doesn't appear in oh. any of the oh. four stages. I assumed it would being in the mountains yeah. and founded by a skier. This seems to make sense. So the four stages are Mountain running, paragliding, mountain biking, and whitewater kayaking. In that order? Yes. Okay, so you mountain run. Yep. Paraglide onto the bike. You have to land on the bike, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, and then ride the bike into the water. <laughs> yeah, into your, into your canoe. Oh, yeah, canoe. Then... I was thinking swimming, yeah. <laughs> ride it directly into the canoe. Or just canoe on your bike. <laughs> Doable. Just little paddles. Yeah. On, on so it is done in four people teams. Oh, so you hand it's a off. relay. Got you. you hand yeah, off. sorry. Yeah. You uh, did tell me this already. I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so you, the, the mountain runner starts in the town of uh, Lienz, which is only 
674 meters above sea level. Okay. And you run approximately 12 kilometers to a town 2,441 meters above sea level. Oh, so you're going up about almost two kilometers yeah. in incline over 12 kilometers running. Yeah. Oh. That's really steep. Yeah. That, w- that's, that, a, that's mountain running. Yeah. <laughs> so like as a, like, you know the incline percentages? Yeah. That's just the average incline, right? So this would be like 18% incline because it's a sixth. I guess so. Effectively. Yeah. You're going up a sixth of the amount that you are going along. Yeah. Yeah. That's extremely steep. Yeah. For 12K. Yeah. I assume... It's like, what, 10K an hour? On flat, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I do be, 5K so, in about half an hour. So yeah. these, these, these proper good runners, they might be doing this for an hour still? Cause yeah. It's yeah. Because it's so, so but, uphill. But they're better than us, so... Do you reckon it's like really steep bits and then flat bits? Probably. Does yeah. that matter, do you think? Does that make a difference? You're probably not the right person to answer that. You need like a biotechnician or something. Yeah. Like, to or know whether. Runner. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd be interested to know because you're still doing the same amount of work. Like you're going up the same amount. Yes. But whether is you it, do it all in one. It, I, I personally feel like when I'm riding my bike, I much prefer a short, sharp hill than a long less sharp hill yeah yes i think so but that might be psychological it might not be to do Mm. with energy like you maybe burn the same amount of energy doing it yeah it just feels better to get the hill out of the way quickly sure you could work it out like with an equation i'm sure you could i don't know what i don't know what the equations are i'm not clever enough well well tune in for the end of the episode (laughs) (laughs) when we'll ring up (laughs) ring up a biotechnician so at this town, 2,441 metres above sea level, uh-huh. you will hand off to your paraglider. Okay. Who runs to the first takeoff point with his stuff. Right. How far is that? Not sure. Not far. Not that I far. don't think it's like. You wouldn't be able to run that far. You'd take off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and you descend to the f- like first point. Right. Checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Run more. To oh. the second takeoff point. With your stuff again? Yeah. So you land, run with your stuff to the next takeoff point. And descend again to where you hand off to the mountain biker. Ah, that's pretty cool. So there's actually some skill. I guess that there would be some skill in it anyway, but even like it's, going from one point to another. It's not how well you paraglid. It's how well you can transport your... Yeah, and how, equipment. yeah, like, because if you can land smoothly and straight into a run... Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be get you're gonna get going quicker, right? Than if you like so, land in a heap. So then maybe you want a smaller parachute as well, so you can run with your parachute still out. Am I thinking <laughs> of the right thing? Is paragliding the one where you hold on to like the triangle on top of you? Oh, I don't know. Is that not the right one? I thought paragliding was with a parachute. Ah, oh, maybe. Yeah, I might not be thinking of the right thing. But I don't know what the other one's called. The triangle I thought, thing. I thought it was paraglider. Not, yeah. I thought that's what it was. And you like harness yourself onto like the yeah. triangle underneath the triangle kite that's above you. That's why I thought paragliding was because you're very you're nimble with that. Yeah, I don't. But know. I guess you would be it's a parachute really a sport, as well. So I, no, I don't know why really I would know. <laughs> <laughs> it looks incredibly fun though. Yes. I've always like whenever I see people paragliding or whatever that thing is called, where yeah. you have the wheels and you run off the end with the triangle and hold onto the triangle. It looks amazingly fun. So I've done the other one where you like run off a mountain with a parachute like base jumping is that what that is and then 
Well, uh, I guess so. Like, I guess it's much the same as going out of a plane. Only. Yeah. They use the thermals to go up rather than to come down. Use the thermals to go up. It's one of the few places in the world where you can do it, apparently. Oh. Where you run off the side of a mountain. Yeah. With with a parachute open. Yeah. Oh, so not like base ship, but you're coming back to the same point. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So you've got like, there's a jet of thermals coming up off the edge of the cliff. Yeah. That pushes you upwards rather than you falling. Yeah. And then you go round and up. How did that feel? I threw up. D- really? Yeah. From uh, dizziness or? Altitude. Oh, uh, just because you increased yeah. altitude so quickly. Like they, they they anticipated it happening yeah. for a few people in the group. Yeah. Um. But it was still really good. Yeah. It was really weird. I imagine like. It was hilarious. So we went, in, we were in Colombia and we, we did it because it was like 30 quid or Yeah, it'd less. be equivalent, yeah. Um, uh, that sounds absolutely amazing. And Emma's terrified of heights. Yeah. Well, not terrified of heights, terrified of things like that for yeah. sure, but generally not good with heights. Yeah. And he was explaining it all in Spanish and I got enough of it. <laughs> I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Open the parachute, whatever. <laughs> um, and then, and then... Ever turned to me and she was like, "You don't know Spanish. You don't know how to off, run off the side of a fucking mountain." <laughs> I was like, "That's what he was saying, though. Is just keep running, keep running, and open your parachute, right? Oh, well, the parachute's already open. Hold on to your parachute, then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> don't let it go. But like, they're sat with you. They're, they're, oh, they're, yeah, they like, like run with yeah. you. But the main thing was, so you." You 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 run off the edge and then you ra- run downhill and it's really important at that point you just keep running. Uh oh, and it just lifts you. And then you just lift. The thermals off. just come and lift you as um, you run. And then as your parachute fills with, yeah, air. like because, like getting a kite off the ground. Yeah, you running is going to open out the parachute yeah. behind you and then the thermals hit it and take you and up. It's it's really important that even though it's really steep downhill, you keep running. Yeah, and the the um. I th- I think they they have to tell you that because the your first thought is if I keep running I'm gonna fall out like yeah, head yeah. over yeah. head over ass, um, but we saw a few people after us or after I went anyway because I was like I'll go first and then I can tell you what it's like yeah um, who did not keep running and just like fell flat as the parachute sort of lifted them and then dropped them oh, and they just yeah. go and they just tumble down the down hill. a hill yeah <laughs> i was just like fuck do, do you stop like is there a stopping place down the hill or do you just roll to the bottom of the hill uh the, the, i think because the parachute is being dragged down the hill as well you just stop naturally uh the parachute like in a, like it a, inflates enough that it just slows you down and, and just dragging on the floor yeah. as well because they're big they're, they're right. very, really big shoots yeah and there's just like so massive cloud of dust anyway. and stuff should have get running <laughs> should have been listening <laughs> to the <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i understood enough yeah and then and like i too sad i can't remember what he said about landing but i didn't crash land other people crash landed so i must have understood well like once you're up in the air and you're coming down you can probably work it out yourself yeah. right like it's it's the getting up in the air it, bit it was, that sounds i worse. think landing you just literally just lift your legs up and you're almost like sat on him and he's sat on like a big spongy thing oh, and yeah. he just lands on that uh, i did see other people come in and absolutely and like stack, stack the landing <laughs> I yeah, I've seen people do parachuting out of a plane before, 
and some of them some of them are so graceful they just come in and like yeah. running as they hit the floor and he's running lovely and then some people just ah <laughs> yeah splat yeah. <laughs> oh it's funny so yeah that's when we paraglid that's awesome um so you hand over sort to of, but that is a very different that sounds like a very different thing to this yes yeah. but also awesome um so the paraglider hands over to the mountain biker who rides 27 kilometers approximately 1600 meters up oh so yeah so the paragliders come down and the biker goes back up so he goes back up yeah. after the climb the mountain biker rides downhill uh yeah down a downhill track to hand over to the kayaker oh so they get up and then go down a bit again yeah okay and then the kayak has to swim across the river to their boat or kayak. What? And the the first maneuver is quote an alpine start. And then I'm not sure if this is an alternative or is explaining what an alpine start is because it says the first maneuver is an alpine start or a drop off a seven meter ramp into the water. That sounds like an alpine start. Yeah. Because that's like just steep, right? <laughs> yeah. Steep down. And so you navigate a whitewater track before uh, parking up your boat and a final sprint back to the main square in Lienz, which is quite cool to finish where. Right the, back at the start. Yeah. Having done that. So all the people who watch the runners leave yeah. can just hang around. Yeah. For... Just uh, have some coffee, uh, have some cakes. Yay, they survived. <laughs> we did it as hard as we did as much work as you did. <laughs> So how long how long does it take? Do you know? Is there a record I don't speed? Know. No, I think there is, but uh, I didn't write it down. Well, how long? So we reckon about an hour for the run, probably. Yeah. Uh, the paraglides are they going down the same amount of like they're ending up at the same starting sort of place? Probably, yeah. That probably doesn't take that long. There's bits of running in it as well. Yeah. Give him give him an hour. Let's say an hour for that one. I mean, it depends how good you are. Oh, like, yeah, you that's could, true. If you be out there for hours, just dropped. <laughs> yeah, if you're really brave. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting the paragallier out just yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cycle was what 27 kilometers? Did you say? Yeah. That's again. That's about an hour, right? Yeah. Although uphill, it's probably about an hour. Yeah. It probably makes sense that each thing, each leg, is about an hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that each person is doing as much work as each other. Although I imagine coming down in a kayak. That's probably not an hour. No, that'd, that'd be, be pretty much. fast. I think yeah. Yeah, a lot of people drown. If it's yeah, an hour. Possibly, yeah, <laughs> possibly. And it's hard work, isn't it, kayak? Yeah. Although they're not going to be doing like the gates, are they? Like, no. Olympic uh, Well, it says it's a track. Oh. So I, I'm not really sure what that means. It, it could be like a course. Yeah, I guess. So it could be gates. I guess to some extent, it kind of, maybe it would have to be a course, otherwise, it'd be too easy. It you sounds close like your eyes and wait yeah, till you, you just keep going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think kayaking, the skill of kayaking actually is when you have to turn around and like go and up. Stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, kayaking is quite easy, really, isn't it? You just, yeah, the water just carries you. Yeah. So I guess it would have to have gates, in which yeah. case, yeah, about four hours probably. There are a lot of Austrian winners and uh-huh. a lot of Austrian teams enter, but the person with the most wins is uh roland stauder of italy oh what do you think he does like what do you think is the most i would have thought you'd want oh. the person with the most wins would be like the most specialist skill yeah because he would bring the most to the team yeah. that he was on 
in which case, I would have said of those four, paragliding is probably the most specialist skill. Yeah. That's what I would have said. He's a mountain biker. Oh. Well, that's the one I would have thought most people could do. Yeah. You could get a biking. lot of good mountain bikers. Yeah. Because it's not that hard to mount. Although, is it off-road? Are they off-road mountain biking? Yeah. Okay, so that is more difficult. But there's still, I'd still, there are probably There'll a lot tracks, more but... good mountain bikers than there I would are have thought good so. paragliders. I would have thought that the barrier to entry to mountain biking is having a mountain bike, which is 100 quid to yeah. get a mountain bike. Whereas paragliding, the insurances <laughs> alone, <are gonna laughs> like, yeah. it's going to be very expensive to get good at paragliding, I yes. would have thought. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's if, you, if you've me. got like the prime paraglider, you'd yeah. think like everything else would just come. Yeah, but apparently, get yourself a good mountain bikeist. Yeah, either that, or he was very good at picking teammates, mm, maybe, maybe, or he yeah. just knew everyone, so he would always put together the best team. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe just really friendly. He's just a really friendly guy. And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Can't even ride a bike. No, <laughs> <laughs> just got, they all carried him. <laughs> Literally, at times. I'm the dad. <laughs> it's time for another hypothetical Mm -hmm. from the deep dark recesses of my mind from the (laughs) twisted mind of ben kings (laughs) i don't know if i've ever seen your second name on this podcast before oh now people know now everyone knows who it is oh now people stop me in the street yeah you're gonna get fan mail (laughs) what a mistake ignore that his name's not ben kings it's uh ben queens twice ben queens (laughs) (laughs) he's done it again So last week we had one sent in from a friend of the podcast, Joe. We did, yeah. Uh, and I put it out to the internet. Uh, we were split in the studio, weren't we? Yeah, me, I'd get Chilly Willy. Yeah, whereas me and Emma would have preferred warm genitals. <laughs> and the internet thoroughly backed us up. Thoroughly. No commitment. 43 to 4, the results were. It wasn't just a Chilly Willy, whether it was, it was, it was frostbite on your Willy. Well, all all I put was, would you rather freeze your penis or have a regular temperature? Freeze penis? your penis. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what happened to him. His like, penis that, was frozen. That sounds like frozen solid. Like, that is what if, happened if to he, him. If you hit it with a hammer, it'd smash. <laughs> I think that was what happened to him. <laughs> I, how else do you have frozen something? Like that is what it is. Like I guess that's what frostbite is. Yeah. Your blood just freezes inside you. Um. Okay, internet. <laughs> there was there was a couple of comments. Uh, the one <laughs> why guy, are you asking this? <laughs> the one guy said, "I would not call the Winter Olympics glory." I was like, "Wow, that's that's bleak." Yeah. Like, people do not like the Winter Olympics online, yeah. not at all. I love the Winter Olympics, and I think they should get rid of the Summer Olympics and just do two Winter Olympics from now on. Because running on ice, yeah, in normal shoes. Oh yeah. Things. Well, I was just thinking, just do all the Winter Olympic <laughs> events again two years later. But yeah, they could do that. They could have a wintry summer one, yeah, and a summery winter one. Uh, yeah. The other comment was just the first one isn't even winning; it's just competing. Hell no. So true. That's true. Yeah, we didn't say that you won a medal. No, you just got to represent your country, which is is a big honour. Yeah, to represent your country. But I just don't like what cost at what yeah. cost. <laughs> so I've I've been told that after sending that in, Joe really enjoyed the episode. Oh yeah. 
So, listeners, if you would like to enjoy an episode, <laughs> all you need do... Because you never have before. <laughs> this could be the thing that dips you over into actually enjoying it. And if, you've listened for four years <laughs> since we've been doing it. And if you don't send one in, you've only got yourself to blame. <laughs> yeah. And you have to keep listening anyway. Yeah, it's not our fault that you hate the show. <laughs> it's yours. So, until then, you have to put up with these. <laughs> this nonsense. Um, and this week's Would You Rather, again, as a tribute to Shane Warne, okay. it's cricket related. Uh-huh. Would you rather face six overs from Mitchell Johnson, but Ooh. you survive each and every ball? Just survive? Like, I, yeah. just, I don't die? Is that yeah, the only thing? Essentially, yeah. Okay, right. You, I mean, you're a tail ender. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I definitely would be. There's some like... <laughs> proper rip snorters yeah he's like he's trying to get it up your nose <laughs> has he got a new ball or is it an old ball uh let's go we'll go new ball but that's something we can tweak. okay that could be tweaked okay or would you rather face shane Warne six times in six different innings mm-hmm. but be out to his first ball looking very silly and i'm a tail ender yeah it's not my fault that I get out like have you seen that video of Phil Tuffnell yes. facing Shane Warren is this where this comes from <laughs> that, that's sort because of what I'm thinking yeah it is hilarious but Tuffers plays it off really well everyone loves Tuffers could, could you play off as well though maybe not maybe not <laughs> and then you have to go out and bowl yeah, bowl presumably. yeah <laughs> whereas yeah Tuffers was a spinner as well so he, I guess I would have I would probably have to be a spinner I can't bowl fast my arm's yeah. too knackered quite tall though I know, but so is like some good spinners are tall. Like mm. Ruston Chase is tall. He's a good spinner. I think it can actually help being tall. Ashwin as well. Ravi Chandra Ashwin's quite tall for a yeah. spinner. I think that weird angle, it's unusual for the spinners to be tall. So I think that would help me more than hinder. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you're a spinner. Yeah. So I bowl spin and I get Shane Warren out as well, right? When I bowl. It, it doesn't say that here. Yeah, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wouldn't. He was real good at that. <laughs> um,. Uh, yeah, like the, the physical threat of Mitchell Johnson. I know you say I survive, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was very, very dangerous, Mitchell Johnson. Yes, like, that, that's why I picked him because he was. Yeah, it, it wasn't just that he was fast; no. it was that he was so angry. He was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, whereas like I feel like Joffre Archer, although he is incredibly fast, he's a lot, a lot more benign. He seems a lot yeah. more benign as a person. Yeah, it's, it's I just his wanna, job, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't want to face him either. But. Like Mitchell Johnson feels like vindictive. <laughs> yeah, especially against the English. Okay, so so you're leaning towards the Shane Warne. Massively. It also, like, I'd get internet famous. Okay, Everyone knows Dr. Toffinell's video. What if you face the six overs, last ball, score one run, wins you the Ashes? Oh now <laughs> that's good that is good but you've survived five i've taken pelters yeah five so, point was it just oh six overs six still overs uh, but just the last ball i score a single like jack leach yeah in that one oh, i mean the glory just of that eyes closed dangling yeah. your bat out there <laughs> but the glory of scoring the winning ashes run uh, you've got to take that i've got to take that yeah. i'll take the bruises for that oh, so there's some bruises there would be some bru- well it, could, it wouldn't just be bruises, probably. It would be broken bones, almost certainly. But I'll gut it out. I would be part of folklore history if, it, yeah. if it's the winning runs of the Ashes. But at, like, the after, Ashes would be after, named after me. After three overs, you, you, 
you don't know that you're going to score the winning run still and you still have you're still just out there no but if if we're in a situation if the team's in a situation where you could potentially win. yeah like that edge baston <laughs> test when kasparovic was batting at the end and you know you've just got to hang out there just try and stay and then the other guy down the other end might might get it yeah <laughs> i think i would really like to be in a situation like that just to see how i react so if 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 you're say the number number nine in yeah. or number ten yeah uh, you you wouldn't want to face well you didn't you didn't add the bit about it being the last over of the of the ashes that that is yeah, yeah that is that, massive that, that's what I'm uh, that's that's just the caveat I'm saying yeah if it swings it oh yeah if it wasn't to win the ashes don't think it's worth it yeah don't think it's worth it it's that glory yes. of winning the ashes yeah. with the last ball yeah I mean because th- that was that was originally on there but then I, yeah. that, I, in my mind that made it a little bit too easy of a choice because i love winning yeah exactly <laughs> and winning the ashes especially like you would go down in history yeah because it would also if it went down to the last ball it'd be one of the best ashes series ever yeah <laughs> so it would be awesome um whereas you need to add something to the shane warren one like you lose the no wait no, that would make it worse. <laughs> it needs to be, you need to get like and and because you're out, six, <laughs> we still get. Times, you win the ashes. <laughs> we win the World Cup because I get out because my I was just like dragging the scoring rate down because <laughs> they put you in as night watchman. Yeah, in, in a one day, in game. A one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I still don't think it's worth it. Got like, off the rails. <laughs> The glory of the Mitchell Johnson one of winning the Ashes is too much. It's too yeah. much to turn down. It's oh yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be so scary though. It would be terrifying. But <laughs> knowing like knowing that something's on the line, makes yeah, it, yeah, makes it you worth could definitely it. Like, hold it together. Yeah. I think. Whereas if it was just in any old game, it yeah. would be terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Well, but, like, do you think if if you if you were doing this after like a couple of balls, you'd just be like, I'm out. Fuck this. If I was just facing like Mitchell stand Johnson, aside. stand aside, <laughs> let him hit the stumps, yeah. let him have a go. If you hit him, <laughs> I, I think that might be the tactic anyway. That's what Stuart Broad does quite a bit now. He yeah. just walks away from his stumps because bowlers don't like just going for the stumps generally. Like, no, they like true. to try and outthink people, and he would probably bowl bouncers a lot. Yeah, if yeah, he was he like real annoyed, I'd, I, that's what I would do is really annoy him. I'd be like poking him with the bat and stuff. <laughs> and then he would just try and bowl bounces at me. I'd just get out of the way of them all. Because bounces are much easier, I think, to get out of the way of if you think you know they're coming. Yeah, yeah, if you can pick them out. Because if they bowl Yorkers, you've got to do something about it. Otherwise, it's going to hit your stumps. Yeah. What if he's just throwing like half volleys down? <laughs> really Slow ones. Fast Gen- oh, right. Volleys. I thought he said like gentle lobs. <laughs> just trying to get me to hit it. <laughs> yeah, if he's throwing half volleys. Uh, are we still only one run away from the win? Yeah, because yeah, I, I would be very tempted to just have a whack and just try <laughs> yeah. and hope. Because the amount I of mean, times well, you don't get out according to yeah, this, so. <laughs> exactly. I know, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> win the Ashes. <laughs> I've got a game for you this week. Hooray! And it is a game that we have played before, and in fact, is almost an annual tradition, this game, because it is the Cheltenham Festival coming yes. up. Yes. So we're going to play a game of, is it an horse? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid name, but is it an horse? 
one of our more creative titles, I think. <laughs> one of my favourite jingles. It's one of the early jingles I did, so it's real simple. Uh, so do you remember the game? You remember how to play? Uh, is it's it's whether it's the name? Oh, you've just made up some horsey names, haven't yeah. you? So yeah. the first six questions, it's two are real, one is fake. You have two, to pick, uh, pick the fake one. Okay. And the last four questions, one is real and two are fake. Okay, so I'll tell you when we switch. Um, straight into it. Yep. Question one. So you've got to tell me the two real ones and identify the fake one. So these three. Yeah. Is it Mighty Potter? Is it You're a Wizard John? Or is it Shake Him Up, Harry? Which of those is the fake that I've made up? I like. What was the first one? Uh, the first one was Mighty Potter. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Are they allowed to use it? Is Potter trademarked? Oh no, you can be a Potter. Yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. Does somebody makes pots or pots plants? <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never heard anyone say, "Oh, I'm a Potter." And go, oh, what you work down the make make pots here? No, no, I work in the garden centre. <laughs> <laughs> Just potting. Plants. Just doing potting plants. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, could be that one then. Yeah, I think that one's the most likely to be an horse. To be a real horse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the next one? You're a wizard, John. You're a wizard, John. Yeah. Because there's the famous line, "You're a wizard, You're a wizard Harry. Harry." Yeah. Mm, yeah, I could see that being the one. Mm-hmm. And the final one. That's one was shake him up, Harry. So that could be any Harry. Could be any Harry, yeah. So I can tell you that both of those two are written. You know how like horses sometimes just have all of the letters in a row. Yeah, that they're both written <laughs> like that. <laughs> so have you picked that one out? Not necessarily because it's Harry Potter related, mm, but just because it's an Harry. Yeah, that's what makes it difficult. Because if yeah. if if yeah, what are the chances of there being more than one Harry Potter? Harry Potter horse, horse yeah at Cheltenham but people like people name their horses to try and get people to bet on them yeah and people who are kids will bet or people who were kids when the Harry Potter films come out more likely to bet on a Harry Potter themed horse up, I Harry. think so I don't think they'd see that and see it as a Harry Potter themed horse shake them up Harry but then that doesn't necessarily mean it's not just the name of a horse yeah Hmm, I'm going to say C is fake. You think Shake Em Up Harry is fake? Yeah. And you are wrong. <laughs> it's you're a wizard, John. I made that up. <laughs> I just thought John was such a funny name. I know, it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I spent a while thinking, what, what's going to be the funniest? <laughs> oh, John, yeah, it's John. <laughs> so that is a cross, Anaki. And this is what I like about this game. This is I, such it, a hard game. It is so, is hard. so hard. It's so hard because I've made up horse names and other people have made up horse <laughs> names. So all we've got to try and do is think which ones might I have made up. Okay. Which of these is fake? Is it Miss Windy Day? Is it Mr. Fog Patches? Or is it Dr. Brown Bear? <laughs> Literally any one of them. I love all they of all, these. They all could be horses. <laughs> Dr. Fogpatches. Mr. Fogpatches, no, thank Mr. you very Sorry, much. Yeah. <laughs> Still working towards his doctorate. <laughs> yeah. Mr. 
Fog Patches. <laughs> Mr. Fog Patches. That yeah. that could be a good song. Mr. Fog Patches, yeah. like Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Fog Patches, or the the name of a character in a children's book for sure. It's quite like fog patches isn't the sort of thing you talk to a children to children about. They're not going to know what a fog patch is. I don't know what a fog no, patch but is. No, I, I can just imagine this cartoon character being like controlling the weather and he has a oh, suit yeah. and it's like patched up with fog. And there's a joke for the adults. We <laughs> we should write that. <laughs> That's very good. Um, I don't know where, I don't know who, I don't know where you would have picked that out from. I don't know where anybody would have picked that out from. <laughs> fog patches, yeah, they're a thing. Mr. F- uh, it's a, yeah. It's a mister, isn't it? The horse is yeah. a mister. Yeah. What was the first one? Uh, the first one was Miss Windy Day. Miss Windy Day. I mm-hmm. can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And the final one? The final one was Dr. Brown Bear. But it's a horse. It is a horse. Dr. Brown Bear. But it might be a brown horse and yeah. like really like gay. So he's a bear. Brown Bear. I could see, I could see all of them. I'm going A, Miss Windy Day. You think Miss Windy Day is fake? Yeah. You think I've come up with Miss Windy Day? Yes. <laughs> you are bang on. <laughs> I looked out the window <laughs> and saw what it looked like. <laughs> I put it on the horse. <laughs> Mr. Fogpatches is one of my favourite names I've ever seen for a horse. Yeah. It's so good. And I'm going to be backing Mr. Fogpatches to win every race that he's in in Cheltenham <laughs> this week. And even the ones he's not. <laughs> Can I please put a tenner on Mr. Fogpatches for this race? <laughs> he's not in this race. I don't care. <laughs> He, he will be. I'm going to yeah. ride him. You never him. know when fog patches might That's true. <laughs> Question three. Which of these are fake? Is it Dr. T.J. Eckelberg? Is it Nurse Susan? Or is it Dr. E. Jimson Murgatroyd? Just <laughs> names, isn't they? Yeah. Just, all just names. pick some names. Pick some names. Pick stick them the on oldest horse. names you can think of. What? What's your granddad called? <laughs> I don't think even granddads are that old, like old <laughs> names now. Go through them again. The first one was Dr. T.J. Eckelberg. Eckelberg. Yeah. Second one was Nurse Susan. And the third one is Dr. E. Sim- uh, e. Jimson Murgatroyd. What even is a Murgatroyd? <laughs> It's that like a, a mega. It's like Megatron. Yeah, it's, it's what the Power Rangers become if they Murgatroyd. They'll get together. I'll Murgatroyd you. <laughs> You'll be in trouble if we get our Murgatroids out. <laughs> uh, Nurse Susan, that's a horse. Yeah, I've picked. Um, um, you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon it's around. an actual nurse as well? Yeah, probably. Looks after all yeah. the other horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, horses were used like in in war to get medical people all around about yeah, yeah. in the old days yeah so there you go that's true uh eckelberg yeah tj eckelberg that sounds like something that a person can think of and you are a person i'm gonna say that one's fake oh yeah yeah you think that one's fake and dr e jimson murgatroyd is real yeah and you are wrong. <laughs> I didn't come up with Egypt and Megatroid, though. I stole that from a book. <laughs> that is a PJ, a PG Woodhouse character. And it is one of my favourite names of all time. It's so funny. It is. It's it just is. so funny to hear. And he says it over and over. 
are. (laughs) You should read P.G. Woodhouse. Anyone who hasn't read P.G. Woodhouse should read P.G. Woodhouse. It's so funny. But you got it wrong. You didn't identify it. Uh, Question four. Which of these are real? Is it Scaramanga? Is it Colonel Mustard? Or is it Hans Gruber? Oh, which these are fake, rather. Which these are fake one. (laughs) Could be anyone, couldn't it? They're, they're all names of people's fictional people's villainous characters. Yep. It's Colonel Mustard villainous. Yeah. He did the murder. Not every time. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm playing, he when did. Out. <laughs> yeah. First guess. <laughs> oh, I'm out. Oh, it's in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I always think Colonel Mustard did it. it. It is the most villainous name. Yeah, definitely. Professor Plum, he sounds lovely. Yeah. He's a plum. Miss Scarlet dangerous yeah but not she's not colonel mustard he's named after a gas true yeah true if that's the way you think <laughs> as of evil it is. condiment but <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i think of evil gases <laughs> frequently uh it could be any one of these Hans gruber yeah hans gruber of diehard fame popular villain he is a popular villain, villain. I think. People love Die Hard. Like, yeah. as years go by, people love Die Hard more and more, I think. Yeah. Germans like their horse racing as well. Do they? I don't know. No, I don't Why either. Not? <laughs> not, I think the French like it. I don't know about German. You never see any German horses. Hans? It's got to be German, isn't it? Well, this, you mean Hans <laughs> yeah. Gruber. I mean, yeah, but it's just a name. <laughs> he might not be an actual German horse. Um, Hans Gruber... Colonel Mustard or Scaramanga. Scaramanga. Famous Bond villain. Yeah. Man with a golden gun. Yeah. So mm. is he a horse with s- a golden gun? I could see like I could see somebody naming like a horse that because mm-hmm. like they want it to bring in gold. Maybe like a Yeah. One of the Emiratis or something. Yeah. Naming their horse Scaramanga. Yeah, or like it's like what's what's when you when you say things and it becomes real? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And you call after something gold. Yeah. And you get gold from it. <clears throat> this is impossible. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> be Colonel You think Colonel Mustard is fake? You yeah. think because I have such a, a vendetta against him, clearly, yeah. that I've made him up. And you're wrong. <laughs> is Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber isn't real. <laughs> they wouldn't call a horse Hans. <laughs> Germans don't like horse racing. <laughs> but they're measured in Hans. <laughs> <laughs> We'll finish the game there. (laughs) (laughs) Question five. Which of these are fake? Is it Crouching Tiger, Daily Tiger, or Cat Tiger? Daily Tiger. As in a tiger a day. Tiger per day, yeah. Tiger a day keeps the horses away. (laughs) Well, it would. It would definitely keep the horses away. That is true. Maybe that's what they were thinking after the Doctor theme before. Again, these maybe self-fulfilling prophecies might be run as fast as a tiger. Tigers aren't massively known for running fast. Over a short distance, I reckon they're faster than Yeah, but if you were going to name yourself after a fast-running thing, you wouldn't choose a tiger, would you? No, true. Cheetah. Yeah. That's, I was going to say another one, but it's just cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetahs. Um, so there was Crouching Tiger. Yeah. Presumably Hidden Horse, but they've just... <laughs> 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 That should be a name for another horse. Yeah. Presumably hidden horse. <laughs> okay, occasionally hidden horse. 
that is funny. I don't know why that made me laugh so much. The word presumably is so funny to put into someone's name. <laughs> so you got Kajan Tiger, Hidden yeah. Horse. Yep. Daily Tiger. Mm-hmm. Or what was the final one? Uh, cat Tiger. What is what? What's Cat Tiger? Who could say? Who could say what Cat Tiger is? <laughs> straws, what? straws and clutching there. Yeah. So that's probably a real name. <laughs> Maybe it's like named after Cat Dealey. Cat Tiger. Yeah. It's, that's its name, Cat. It's nothing to do with the fact that it's actually a cat. Yeah. It's called Catherine. Catherine Tiger. Catherine Tiger, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a person. It's a jockey. It's not actually a horse. <laughs> um, Daily Tiger or Crouching Tiger. Mm-hmm. I think if there's one called Daily Tiger and one called Cat Tiger your mind would go crouching tiger so oh, yeah. i'm going crouching tiger playing the fake. man not the game yeah and you are bang on <laughs> that is exactly what i did <laughs> what other, what else you put in front of tiger yeah not cat daily <laughs> daily monthly i don't like so daily <laughs> annual is, tiger <laughs> daily is spelled d-a-l-y like the name daily right okay but even that doesn't make any sense does it no and nor does cat tiger tigers are cats <laughs> tiger don't, you cat? don't need both of them tiger cat your cat could look like a tiger, so you could call it tiger. Yeah, cat. possibly. Yeah, but you wouldn't call it cat tiger. No, you like wouldn't. your tiger wouldn't look like your pet cat. <laughs> Ridiculous! <laughs> a massive tabby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look just like my pet cat. <laughs> he mauls you to death. <laughs> but you got it right. You played the man, and that was the right thing to do. This is that's all this game is. It really isn't it? Uh, the last one we got to pick the fake one. Uh, which of these is the fake? Is it? Vintage clouds. Wait, so how many how many fakes? Wait, so there is one fake in this one. You got to pick the fake. That's what I'd be. Oh, it's, it's this the is the last, the last one. one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Uh, so which of these is fake? Is it vintage clouds, drinking clouds, or autonomous clouds? Now, I can't use the same <laughs> logic for this because they're all stupid. <laughs> Yeah, true. Whereas, whereas, like daily tiger and cat tiger, yeah. like okay, you're not they were gonna, so stupid. You can't have thought of them both because there's yeah. only one fake. Mm. So they're both stupid. So yeah, next train of thought. Catches. I get your logic. Yeah, this one they're all stupid. Yeah, they are autonomous cloud. Yeah, um, uh, drinking clouds or vintage clouds. Are these things I don't. Do these things mean things? And I don't know. I just don't know. Not as far as I'm aware. I've never heard of it. Autonomous like, cloud. Maybe the autonomous cloud is that like sounds a computer like a thing, thing to me. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, but that's the only one. Uh, or drinking, maybe drinking clouds. Is that like a saying? Uh, like when you're really drunk, you're drinking clouds. Or when it's like a really nice day, so you're having like a couple of ciders and just looking up at the drinking clouds. Drinking in the clouds. Like, oh, that one looks like an horse. Remember that horse? <laughs> <Cat> <laughs> drinking cloud. Name it. <laughs> name it. Name it quick. <laughs> oh, it could be like you know when you say like running on running on fumes. You could be like drinking clouds because you can't really oh, drink yeah. a cloud. So you're thinking this is a like an Asian horse, and this is like something <laughs> lost in translation. Yeah, possible. <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like one of them Japanese film titles when it comes back. Yeah, but I don't think you want to call your horse running on fumes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's betting on that. That's a really good point. <laughs> that's a terrible name. <laughs> Um, Running on fumes is quite a good name for a horse, though. It is quite a good name it would, it that would, you shouldn't use. It would discourage people from betting on you, and then you bet on it, and you know it's going to win. Yeah. Smart. And what was the first one? Uh, vintage clouds. Vintage clouds. Ah, I could see that. 
I can name. give you a clue and yeah. tell you that one of these has been used in this game before because I remember it. One of the real ones? Yes. And he's back. He's back. And I think he's actually quite a good horse by the sounds of it. Mm. I think he might have won something at Cheltenham. I have he no idea. She, I, I can't even remember my own WWE names. No, true. But <laughs> going around in circles. I don't know why I remember this one. Vintage Cloud, Autonomous Cloud. I'm going Drinking Cloud is fake. You think that's the fake one? Yep. Why? Because of the saying that we've just invented. <laughs> no, just <laughs> shot in the dark. Your shot in the dark is very good because that's <laughs> right. That's the one I made up. Very good. <laughs> it's the one, possibly the one that makes the least sense. Yeah. But not really. What's a vintage cloud? You know, like, know. But, uh, it's, it's your classic. Oh, yeah. Two, three, three True. It makes you think of like, makes like you think of old house. times. Yeah. With, with clouds. Yeah. The exact, the, the cloud that it should be when yeah. you draw it. Yeah. Vintage cloud in it. But oh, autonomous. Vintage, that's a vintage cloud. Bro. That is vintage cloud, bro. <laughs> that, is, that is top, <laughs> top vintage cloud. Whereas autonomous clouds, they're all autonomous. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stumped me again. <laughs> okay, we're switching up. Right. One is real. Two is fake. You must identify the real one. I feel like this is harder. It probably is harder. I haven't done that well. Uh, no, you have. You got three <laughs> out of six. Three out of six is good. It's that's above average. average. Yeah, you're doing well. It feels like you're doing badly because the ones yeah. you get wrong, you get really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which of these is real? Is it the punter, the shunter, or the hunter? All bad. I don't like any of them. <laughs> and that's what makes it bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't like them. <laughs> The punter. I mean, we are punters. The, like the people, the better, betters, yeah, so people are punters. I feel like that's that's almost ridiculing. Possibly, it might be named after like Cambridge people. You know, the people who punt down the river. Yeah, and that'd be obvious, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's what people going to horse races think. <laughs> they all know what, but they're all posh toffs, and they <laughs> they know what punters are. Um, Do you think like punters being called betters, like betters being called punters? Yeah, it comes from punting down the river, like taking a punt on something. I don't know where that saying comes from. Taking a punt. Is it uh, to do with yeah. punting on the river? Because, I, I mean, me- maybe punters originally were really bad. And so taking a punt was taking a massive risk. Oh, you mean the river punters? Yeah. Yeah, they were really bad. So you were likely to drown. <laughs> so therefore, it was a risk. Yeah, possi- yeah. that's possible. It's as good a, good a reason as any. I can't think of any better reason. <laughs> so I'll go say that one's fake. Okay. And the hunter. Mm-hmm. Hunter or the shunter. So the hunter, like that does sound like potentially a good name for a racing horse. Like, mm-hmm. a, oh, I'll hunt you down. Like, yeah. But. I think but, racing is called national hunt racing. I think racing over jumps is called national hunt racing. So that sounds the most plausible and Mm -hmm. therefore I'm not going to pick it. So I'm going to say the shunter is real. Oh, I see. Yeah. Playing it again, playing the game. (laughs) Very smart because that is correct. The shunter is the real name. What an awful name. Yeah. Uh, I think like... Just a massive horse just pushes people Yeah, I looked at what a shunter was. It's a train. It's one of them trains what pushes things. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> we right. can't name your horse after that. <laughs> Unless it's like a dray, like a horse that like carries or pulls cano- uh, canoes or whatever. Canal boats even. Yeah. I uh, know. Terrible name. 
I, I'm hoping in his race, he literally has got a plow for it on the front of him and he's <laughs> plowing him out of the way. Very good. So you are four from seven so far. It's not bad. I think that's, that's already better than average. There's only 10 yeah. questions. So all gravy from here. You can just nice. play with house money right now. Which of these is real? Is it riding with Bob? Is it the jam man? Or is it Marley and me? Ooh. Mm. Um, I reckon riding with Bob is ooh, probably real. That, that, I, you look, so you're looking for the one real one, remember? Oh, there was only yeah, one yeah, correct yeah. answer here. So riding with Bob, that... you going with that? That could be. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. like that, Not locked in yet. I feel like I've seen those types of names yeah though quite often there are names of people yeah in horses so and that people named that will bet on yeah, it yeah and lots of people called bob robert yeah it's not the most popular name but it's popular enough isn't it uh, some people are going to be called bob yeah riding with bob uh what was it jam the jam man jam man or marley and me marley and me that's the name of a film about a dog, isn't it? It was the name. A very sad film about mm. a dog. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say is the first one then. You reckon Riding with Bob is the yeah. correct answer? And you are wrong. <laughs> is the jam man. Really? Yeah. Mm. I got you. But he's not man. He's, he's an horse. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> it might be two men in a horse costume. <laughs> <laughs> the jam men. The jam men. <laughs> I was very happy with myself for coming up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> when I wrote it down, I was like, the jam man, what is that going to be? Oh, the jam man. <laughs> Do you know how Bob Marley likes his donuts? With jamming. With jamming. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite dad joke. I love that joke. <laughs> Question nine. Which of these is real? Is it Tiny Tim, Forty Stone Freddy, or Big Boy Bobby? This is similar to one of the earlier ones. Would you want to call your horse? <laughs> Forty Stone Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Forty Stones might not be that. a horse, yeah. Yeah, that know. might not. It's probably about, mm, is it about right? Two humans? Two massive humans put together. Nah, it's probably, that's probably still heavy for a horse, I think, Forty Stone. I don't know. They're all muscle, aren't they? Which is quite heavy. Yeah. But then their legs, their legs are only like these big. The little tiny legs at the bottom. And they got hooves and shoes. They do. Surely the shoes don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take your shoes off when you're getting weighed. Forty stones in shoes. Is that what it says? Forty, forty, stone, <laughs> forty, forty stone with me shoes off. <laughs> um, what was the final one? That was a uh, big boy Bobby. Big boy Bobby. Yeah, you can be a big boy without necessarily being a fat boy. True. Yeah, you could just be like, like you say, muscular. And, and tall. Tiny Timmy. And Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Yeah. Classic name. Yeah, it's a classic, classic name. name. Dickensian, uh, Dickensian name, rather. I could see that. I could see people still going for that. Would they still go for that? In would you want, again, would you want to bet on Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim? He's notoriously outside, sickly. <laughs> outside bet, though, isn't he? True. And like you said, it's a name that everyone recognises. Yeah. Ah, this is, this is, uh, what is that? I've got to go Forty Stone Freddy. You're going Forty Stone Freddy's real? Is No, no. You're no, looking sorry. for the real one. Yeah, Come on, the play the yeah. game. So, uh, but maybe that is the real one yeah. for that reason. 
because it is so silly. Because it's so silly. Real one is definitely whatever the last one was. <laughs> <laughs> Big Boy Bobby. Oh, that sounds just stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> Big Boy Bobby. They all sound stupid though, don't they, really? Bobby Tim. Forty Stone Freddy. Forty Stone Freddy, yeah. You're yeah, going 40 Stone Freddy. Just some lads have got together and bought a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zoo Way. Well, that's his name, man. <laughs> so you going for it? Yeah, why not? You're wrong. Yeah. It's Big Boy Bobby. I came up with 40 Stone Freddy. I'm those lads. <laughs> oh, they made me laugh so much when I came up with 40 Stone Freddy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Big Boy Bobby. It's quite a fun name to say. Yeah, I enjoy saying it. So when you go to the betting window, you're like fifty five on Bob, Big Boy Bobby, on Big or Boy Bobby. five Bob. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah, ten to one odds. You'd be well in. Uh, last one. You got the last two wrong, so you are four from nine. One more, and you get half marks, oh, and that's a pass. With, I'd have, be happy with fifty percent. Yeah, fifty percent's yeah. a pass. So we've got to work hard. The last one. Which of these is real? Is it the USS Abraham Lincoln? Is it the HMS Seahorse or is it the USB dongle? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because horses have massive dongles. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> Wouldn't fit them in a USB slot, would it? <laughs> Far too big. Um, can't be that one, surely. No? Well, it could be. People it? love USB dongles. Yeah. HMS... Uh, the HMS Seahorse. HMS Seahorse could mm. be easily. Or the USS Abraham Lincoln. American horse. Americans do like horse racing. I, I don't know. I literally have no idea. I want it to be C. The USB dongle. Yeah. But surely I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to search for clues. Um, I'm giving you no clues. Let's go B. You think the HMS Seahorse? Yeah. That's the real one. Yeah. You got the rules right. And you are right. It is the HMS Seahorse. What a terrible name, yeah, the HMS Seahorse. It's awful. Oh, I really wanted you to go for USB dongle. Yeah. I would have loved it to be that. It's, ne- it's never the one we wanted to be. No, it's never. Because I've always grown up with the one I wanted to be, so I obviously wanted to be that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I couldn't think of another three-letter acronym to go at the front. Like HMS, USS. I was like, there isn't any more. There's no more three-letter things. So what I did... IBM. <laughs> you know, you, I'm IBM dongle. <laughs> but what I did was I went on Wikipedia and looked up three-letter abbreviations... And did you know that three-letter abbreviations is commonly known as a TLA, a three-letter abbreviation no. in itself? No. <laughs> and I went down a whole rabbit hole looking <laughs> into these sort of things. They're called, what are they called, homogeneous words, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. where they, it means the same as what it is. Oh, I had a great it's evening. A day. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great evening. <laughs> so you got it right, and you got five out of ten. I like them odds. Yeah, you back that, back that all the way. Go down the bookies. Put the farm on it. <laughs> it's a stupid name, but is it an horse? It's time for world record of the week. Everyone's the best at at least one thing. It's a world record of the week. What you got for us? So we're back to just doing one record this time because 
didn't find that many this week. Mm. Not that many have been broken. But this one's a good one. It is a goodie. So, world record of the week this week is a little kid, not a little kid, a kid called Sol Hafting, who is 16 from Annapolis Royal in Nova Scotia. Talking about Canada. We were talking about Canada before we started. Um, do you want to... No, you're not going to guess what his record is for breaking. It's not a very Canadian thing, so they're not even that's a good, <laughs> a good guess. Uh, he broke the record for the most number of Rubik's Cubes solved while bouncing on a pogo stick. Mm. Really impressive, because yeah. you've got to use two hands to yeah. solve the the Rubik's Cubes. So he's just like bouncing with his knees. like He holds the thing with his knees. Do you want to guess how many and how long it took him? And then, so what stopped him? Did he just fall off or did I, he run out of Rubik's I think he cubes? got tired. I think he just like ran out of energy. That might give you a bit of a, an inkling as to how long he went for. Fif- 15 minutes? 20, 17 minutes. Yeah. And how many cubes in that time, you reckon? Uh, how many cubes? 32. 32 in 17 minutes. Yep. You have underestimated him. <laughs> he solves 211 Rubik's Cubes in an hour and 12 minutes. Hour? Pogoing, yeah. Oh, my. Is madness. Uh, so there isn't like a full video of the attempt, but, well, there must be somewhere, but they didn't ever released that. But I watched this news article on it and they'd sped up the <laughs> him pogoing, which looked <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it just like, it was like pogoing so fast that it just looked like he was hovering around <laughs> like a glitchy computer yeah. game. <laughs> it was real funny. Um, so he said, he said in training, he would bounce on his pogo stick for as long as he could, as many days of the week as he could. So he'd start... He started at 10 minutes, and that's all he could do. And he worked up his endurance to get to, well, eventually obviously got to an hour and 12 minutes. Uh, he did say that once he reached the 45-minute mark on the pogo stick, he started to wear knee pads under his uh, trousers, pants, um, to stop from getting blisters on his knees. <sighs> I don't think I've ever had a blister anywhere that's not my foot and, like, blood blisters on my hands. Yeah. And um, Yeah, I guess I've had, like... Have I had blisters? Yeah, I've had blisters on my hands from, like playing golf or whatever yeah but you don't get them on your knees very often no do you? you shouldn't you shouldn't, you shouldn't be getting <laughs> it's them not on the your sort knees. of thing where you don't do contact injuries or like <laughs> friction injuries on your knees yeah. very often so that i imagine was very painful i would have thought yeah he's got um, a lot of time on his hand he's a 16 year old kid like, what else 16 do? yeah do anything get paper around <laughs> <laughs> tell him <laughs> You can pogo stick it if you want. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that would be good practice. Good practice. <laughs> and talking to people, you should get a paper round. <laughs> it's time for David Watch. <laughs> That's my favourite one of those that we've done. <laughs> get a paper round, David. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> He's like a four-year-old man. <laughs> you know you'd do it. <laughs> and it'd be the fastest <laughs> paper round you've ever seen. <laughs> I'd do it with the most papers. <laughs> Uh, he's broken a couple of records. Seems like he's getting back towards like record a week again yeah. territory now, so that's good. It's good for us at least. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got something to talk about. Um, he broke well the one record he didn't actually break this week. Uh, he got the certificate for it this week on live television. Ooh. So he was on the Today Show. Oh, that's a real program. Have I told you the story about the last time he was on the day- Today Show? That was in his book that I read about. No. So the very. F- I think it was the very first, or maybe he'd already broken a couple of records, but he was very early on in his record-breaking career. 
and he was on the Today Show and tried to break a, a record live on the show uh, for juggling, like speed juggling, I think. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't do it. Got too nervous and like just affected his rhythm, kept dropping them. Real, like, he really wears that. He really, like, yeah. it affected him. And I think that's probably why he's gone on to break so many records <laughs> to try and make up for that did, public did humiliation. Did they, did they laugh at him? Is that why? I've never was, seen it. Was there laughter? Did his trousers fall down? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a clown. <laughs> his car fell apart when he tried to leave. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, he really took it hard. So it was nice for him to go back on the Today Show. Didn't try to break a record live. And they surprised him. Because they, they they were talking to him. He's gotten quite a lot of press about his 52 records in 52 weeks right. um, thing. So there's quite a lot of press on him for, in yeah. America for it. Another podcast I listened to randomly, we were talking about him the other week. So stealing our thunder, buggers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been, we're like hardcore. We're OG yeah, fans. Yeah. Before he was cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and still <laughs> that he's not cool. <laughs> but he got his uh, record for the fastest three-beat poi wave. Have you ever seen Poi? It's like a circus skill. Oh, yeah. Poi Poi. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. They like spin these things around, basically. Yeah. I've never, I've probably seen it before. I'd certainly heard of it. Like that, like in um, circuses and stuff, that all performers, they'll do it with fire. It'll be a fire. Oh, poi. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like a long uh, rope almost, but yeah. it's like thicker than a rope. And then it's got like a heavy weight on the end yeah. of it and I guess that's the bit that you would set on fire yeah. um, but he was just spinning them and it was like apparently three beat poi is a style of doing poi I guess yep. he was like spinning yeah. them on one side spinning them on the other side of his body and just like back and forth in okay. like a figure eight almost yeah um, I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you whether he did it good or bad <laughs> but he broke a record for it so experts uh, yeah. have said <laughs> yeah. uh, so he Broke this record while he was on holiday in Italy last year. Oh, I know. On holiday. <laughs> I know. Your poor, family are on holiday. His poor wife. <laughs> and his wife was filming it as she often does and um, doing the, the step, the timer. And they were doing it in front of the Tower of Pizza, the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Oh, yeah. Right. And he was trying to do it. He failed in his attempt. And the security guard, which I didn't know they had at the Leaning Tower of Pizza, a security guard comes over and goes, You're done. Almost as a question, but not really as a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much not like, you are done. <laughs> Get out of here. Why? I don't know. He's not doing anybody any harm. Well, Unless he was smacking people. He might him. do himself some harm. <laughs> he could be, yeah. He probably set up an exclusion zone around him of, of people not wanting to get anywhere near him. <laughs> so, yeah, he got moved on from that and he ended up doing it on some terrace. I didn't know what the terrace was, so I didn't write down. But some terrace and he In, did like, it. like the Vatican. It looked amazing. Could have met the Pope. Or... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you're going to Vatican City, you may as well break a record. <laughs> so he broke the record and finally got his uh, achievement for that. The other record they actually did break this week was a record... Oh, I didn't tell you how many he did. He did like 86 or something of the poi. 86 poise. I don't know what they are, so I couldn't no. tell you. But anyway, <laughs> um, the record that he did break was another one with Jonathan Hannon, as he does. Um, oh, was he on the same holiday? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they if Jonathan booked a holiday and then David's like, oh, I fancy going there. Do you? I've booked the room next door. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> um, so they broke a record for the most number oh no it's not the most number it is the fastest time 
to pop ten balloons between you. So like, it's in squishing them against each yeah, other. Yeah, you both have to be putting pressure on at the same time. Did they use their hands or their bodies? They used what they call a hip check technique. So I don't know if they like, like attached it to one of their hips. Bashing boobies. It's very much a yeah. I yeah. bet David loved that. <laughs> he did. John. <laughs> John, John, I've thought of a way. <laughs> I've perfected a technique. <laughs> I've thought of a way that I can feel your bum. I mean... <laughs> Smoosh my booty. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jonathan. <laughs> he just wants to live a normal life. <laughs> He's been afflicted. <laughs> Do you want to guess how quickly they did... Smoosh booties. <laughs> Ten smooth booties. <laughs> Um, 12 seconds. Not quite. 15.25 seconds. Pretty Still good. pretty quick. The yeah, previous record was, really was 17.99 seconds. Ooh. But apparently the old record was the hugging technique, where I guess you just smash bodies into each other. Yeah. Which seems like quite dangerous to me. Yeah. I prefer the hip check and technique. And get, getting out of the hug. Yeah. Valuable time. Yeah, exactly. And you don't you don't want to be like chest bumping, I don't think. I reckon uh Hannon refused to go <laughs> in for the hug. <laughs> no thank you. Is there anything where I can just touch you with my ass? <laughs> <laughs> I touch as little as possible, if at all, really. <laughs> it's the piece of it that I'm least precious about. Team of the week. In honor of International Women's Day, yeah. which was recently. Tuesday, I think, yeah. 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 Um, team of the week this week is the England women's cricket team. Yeah. Not well, just it for International Women's Day. I'm genu- I've am i been following the England women's team for quite a while now. Yeah. I'm very keen for them to win the World Cup. Normally, we pick teams doing well, though. That is true. Yeah. And they are not so far. They Maybe this is just the boost that they need. Could be, yeah. Like, we still believe in you. We yeah. still believe in you. Even if you do lose terrible games to the West Indies, you should not have lost that game. Bad. But the first game, they played Australia. Australia and played really well. Best team in the world, Australia. And yeah, England played fine. They, they lost by like 12 runs, I think. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a close game. Uh, and Australia are like expected to be finalists. They're always yeah. expected to be finalists. They're by far and away. And you don't want to beat them in the groups and lose no, them in the final. Exactly. Exactly. Like, quite often... If you meet a team again in the tournament, you lose. it will go the other way. Yeah. So lose this one, win the final. Good work, yeah. girls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> but that uh, the West Indies game, I watched. So they're on at weird times. It's in New Zealand, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so they're on at weird times of the night, which is unfortunate. Uh, I think the last one is they are live on YouTube, and you can watch the replays of them live as well if you want. If you fancy like putting it on the day after, yeah, leaving it on for the whole day. Um. So I watched the first sort of thirty overs. The amount of catches they dropped—it was bad. Like they, the, some of them weren't easy catches, but you'd expect a few of them to have yeah. been caught. And, yeah. Uh, but they pegged them back, and they looked like they only scored two, two five. I think West Indies should really have won. They should have chased that down. Yeah. Uh, and they collapsed themselves, and then still almost got there. And they still only lost by like twelve runs again. Yeah. There, I think it was a bit of a disaster, really. But. When it comes together, yeah, for them, you got to think. There's, there's semis. Yeah, there's been like it's it's a round robin group. Yeah, so they've got a lot of time to get back, and exactly the same happened with the women curlers, and they they didn't start well, lost games that they probably should have won. Look what happened to them; they ended up winning it. So, hopefully, it goes the same way. And 
the, when England won in 2017 as well, they lost their first game, a game that they shouldn't have lost against India, and went on to win that tournament as well. So the the signs are good, in fact. In fact, they've done really well by losing <laughs> yeah. those first few games. Well done. <laughs> Team of the week. Funny story this week to finish up is Roberto Carlos. Ah, the end. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> is Roberto Carlos playing for a pub team and looking like he should be playing in a pub team. <laughs> so for those who don't know Roberto Carlos... Because not everyone knows him. He was massive in our childhood. He was yeah. one of the biggest footballers in our childhood. But kids these days, they might not know Roberto Carlos. He's that that long ago now. Kids will know him as the bald guy who kicked it real hard. He did kick it real hard. In that hard. one YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one where it swerves like the wrong way. How? Yeah. How does it do that? It was. I think that was 1997, that free yeah. kick. I saw that the uh, today when I was researching him. That is crazy to me that it's that long ago. I remember that. I thought it was in the World Cup, though. Apparently, it's not. It was after or before the World Cup in the lead-up. Oh, uh, right. Which I guess that was why they were showing it so much in that World Cup. Yeah. Because there were hot favourites to win. Yeah. Weren't they? I imagine we look back on a lot of those, that sort of stuff with rose-tinted. Yeah, very much so. Although, I loved that era of football. Like, Zidane... Yes. Ronaldo, yeah. Rivaldo, that sort of era. Of Ronaldinho was coming through at that point. Ah, It was a golden era of football from my for my gold rose tinted eyes but yeah do you think people look back on steven gerrard and lampard with i the feel same? like that was when it started to go downhill for me <laughs> <laughs> when england started to have proper hopes of being good that was when it really started to fall apart yeah <laughs> they should have been so much better than they were that was what was maybe that was what was good about that 90s era of football is that we probably shouldn't have been as good as we were. Yeah. Like, we didn't really have any good players. We had Shearer, who was prolific, but not actually that good. Michael Owen, who was really exciting. Beckham, who was really exciting. Like, we had some really exciting young players coming through, but we shouldn't really have been, like, world beaters at that point. Yeah. And we got to the semis of the Euros then. We should have got through in the World Cup. That era of football, ah, it just feels to me like the best era of football so presumably all the people on this pub football team oh yeah it was all <laughs> uh, are from that era oh no or... I thought you were going to say it was all players from that, from that yeah, era yeah. <laughs> they all look like they're playing pub team now yeah. <laughs> he definitely he looks like the enforcer on a pub team these <laughs> days uh, so no, this yeah I imagine a lot of these players are around our age or slightly younger so yeah. probably do remember um, those golden years of Roberto Carlos but he so he turned out for this team Bull in the Barn FC who were from <laughs> Shrewsbury uh, or they were playing in the Shrewsbury and, Dris- and District Sunday League which superb I don't, yep. <laughs> like, so he, they run him they won him in a raffle for a five pound ticket price that is such a bargain yeah why That's wouldn't you absolute bargain and I hope they made lots of money because I, I guess lots of team probably did put money into that yeah. charity raffle um it was for football beyond borders which i've not heard of i guess it's like an outreach program to yeah. like third world countries i don't know um but anyway good like good charity raise good work uh roberto carlos for that turned out for the team do you know what the score was i do yeah they lost. <laughs> lost 4-3 and the reason why they lost is because roberto carlos is so out of shape they only played like 20 minutes <laughs> I did the the opening um, paragraph on this story. I did yeah. read that is Roberto Carlos won the World Cup with Brazil in 2002. But it was a different story as he 
tasted defeat on his debut for a Shropshire pub team. Yeah. As if he's never lost before. <laughs> yeah, and as if this is like a debut that's like an ongoing thing, yeah. as if he's going to play for the rest of the season. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he never lost before. That was unusual. <laughs> uh, he did score a penalty. Did? Scored a penalty. Apparently, I didn't see the penalty, but apparently went for placement over power, which is very unlike him. Yeah, it, it was be, more tentative than anything else. It used to be all power in the old days. But he also he took that free kick. We watched that free kick before the game. Like warming up. Yeah. It was, it was delightful. Lovely. Just lovely dinked dinked dipping free kick. Yeah, again, not a Roberto Carlos-style free kick at no. all, but lovely free kick. And he's, he's obviously still got it. Uh, they were saying that uh, every time every time he made a pass, he went exactly where it was supposed to. Like that's the sort of bar that they're playing at. <laughs> Every time he kicked it, he kicked it. It, it went somewhere. <laughs> didn't just stop, or he didn't just miss it completely. <laughs> but they did say uh, there was a quote here from winger George Robinson, who said a few of the lads have probably had to pack some armbands because it got it's going to get really wet down that far side in the second half. It was bad weather apparently, <laughs> and that was the side that Roberto Carlos was playing on left back. <laughs> he was just getting bogged down. <laughs> You'd think you'd have played him in midfield, wouldn't you? Like That's where good players yeah. tend to play at the end of their career. You sit in like the holding midfield, just and, spray and, Pirlo passes everywhere. And if, unlike the rest of the team, his passes went <laughs> yeah, where, where they were meant to, to go, yeah. why do you not have him as the playmaker? Yeah, sit him in midfield, come on. <laughs> Making one or two passes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fullback Liam Terrell, there was a quote from him that said, it's almost like this mythical creature. You've seen him before on TV. You've seen him in sticker books, which is why I really like the quote uh, when you were a kid. So to see him here in the fresh is really surreal and I'm sure it will sink in later. Really, like, awesome experience for them, I imagine. I would would give a lot to play a game, particularly with Roberto Carlos, because he really, like, I think he epitomised that Brazil team in that he just seemed to have fun. Yeah. It always seemed like he was having fun out there. Yeah. A bit like Marcelo. Marcelo felt like the, yes. the spiritual successor to yeah. Roberto Carlos for me. Just nutter left back who enjoyed his life. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they went off to the pub after the game, had a few pints. He looked like he wanted to. <laughs> he looked like he already had. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week. Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes, you and can. Why f- wouldn't you? Well, everybody does. I mean, everyone, everyone I, in the world. I don't know how they found this one. <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds podcasts. To be honest, <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website, which is uh, backseatcoaches.co.uk. You can. You can get involved with us on Facebook. We are Backseat Coaches Podcast on Facebook. We've got a little cheeky page. Or send us a tweet on Twitter at Backseat Coaches. Yeah. We do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. This little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter. You, you get any retweets? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or iTunes. Yeah. And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five-star review. Anywhere you find us, give us five stars, please. If, Please. If, if you see us in the street, just give us like five stars.
I love, oh, do you know? Like Milky Way stars. stars. No, Milky oh. Way stars. That's oh, what I want. Oh, nice. So go and buy some and give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be on the episode if you don't introduce yourself? <laughs> I've come here on purpose. <laughs> See you, suckers. <laughs>